You're listening to Destined Women Ministries, the podcast. Enjoy. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much for blessing us with another opportunity to come together and to hear from you concerning this topic, surviving singlehood. We thank you, Lord, for caring about us. We thank you, God, for caring about every single detail in our lives. And Lord, we submit our lives to you in every way. We surrender to you in every way. And we ask you in the name of Jesus Christ to speak to us, tell us what we need to hear, give us understanding, enlighten us in the name of Jesus Christ. Teach us, Father, by your spirit. We are listening uh, for a word from you. We love you dearly. And it is in the name of Jesus Christ that we do pray. Hallelujah. Amen. I thank the Lord so much for this day. And we thought we were going into seek. Um, We just finished the episodes of Seek Not. And then, and then I had um, in my mind planned to move on to the topic of seek what the Lord wants us to seek and those lessons are ready and prepared for when the Lord wants me to teach them. But the Lord, while I was in my prayer closet um, a few days ago, um, he began to speak to me and um, he let me know that he wanted me to teach this before I moved on into telling you all what to seek. And so it's simply called the list. And so we spoke about how, you know, it's important to get rid of that carnal list, never surrendering our standards for a spouse, but getting rid of our carnal expectations, things which don't profit us, won't profit our family in any way. And the Lord um, began to speak to me and tell me that instead of having a list for the man we want, We need to have a list for who we are and the woman we want to be. And so we need to create a list of what would, of who we want to be. And he told me, you have to know who you want to be because you attract your own kind. Okay, I'm going to say that again. The Lord told me you have to know who you want to be because you attract your own kind. And so this is beyond you saying, well, I want to be a wife. Well, what type of person do you want to be when you become a wife? That right there is what the Lord is speaking about. What personality, what accomplishments, what do you want to bring into the marriage? Who do you want to be? And right now, while you're single, this is the time to become that woman. Okay, so we're not waiting for a man to validate us um, or to give us our identity. God has given us the authority, the power, and even the charge to become who we want to be now. According to the will of God, who do you want to be? That's who you make yourself because you attract after your own kind. So if you have no high expectations for yourself and you have no goals set for yourself, then it would not be a surprising thing if you met a man who had low expectations for himself. You understand you attract after your own kind. So rich people usually attract other rich people. You're not really going to see too many rich men 
um, out here with um, women who are completely broke and don't dress a certain way, don't carry themselves a certain way or have a certain level of class. Um, people attract after their own kind. You know, um, people usually date people who are on their level, basically. They may not have the same profession, um, but people usually date people who are on their level. They may not be exactly the same, but on their level because you have to be something called compatible. You have to be able to have a conversation with this person. You have to be able to build with this person. And if you don't have anything in common with this person, if there's no meeting ground for you both, then um, how can you get together? What can you build upon? So you attract after your own kind. And the Lord gave me the example of women who consistently find themselves in, in abusive relationships. That's because there is something that's within them that's attracting an abuser. It's a, a victimized spirit. Maybe it's a spirit of rape. Maybe these people were molested, but they're attracting after their own kind. Those demons work together, okay? The spirit of abuse needs a victimized spirit to abuse. You understand? Um, people attract after their own kind. People usually um, get together who smoke weed. They smoke weed. Maybe one drinks whatever. Maybe one does some. Some does the other. Whatever. But people who usually have um, some type of drug addiction usually are attracted to each other. You attract after your own kind. Um, I remember when I was in the world and I said, I'm never dating drug dealers anymore. I refuse to date drug dealers. However, I continued to smoke weed and I continued to drink and everything. I really didn't change anything about my personality or the way I lived my life. I just, in my mind, said, this is not something I want anymore because it's too dangerous. But still, I continued to attract the same type of person because I had not changed. And these people, after that, they came to me and they would lie and say, oh, yeah, I do this. I'm an engineer. Oh, I'm a, I'm a this or I'm a that. But come to find out, they were actually drug dealers. Even if the profession they told me they did as a front, they were still, I would later find out, they still sold drugs because I was attracting after my own kind. That was the lifestyle that I was involved in. I was involved in smoking weed. I was involved in drinking. So we were in this, we were the same categorically. We were in the same category. We were on the same level. I had not changed. And so God wants us to change and come up higher than who we used to be. He wants us to attract people who will match us or who will be compatible um, for us to where we're going in life, not where we've been, not where we are, but where we're going. And so what we have to do is we have to make up in our minds that I am going to live a life differently. I'm going to get rid of that carnal list that I have for a man, and I'm going to follow a list for myself. Who do I want to be? And whoever I become will be what I attract. Okay, I'm not saying that the enemy does not come and try to tempt us. However, if you are the woman of God who you want to be, you will realize that this is from the devil. This person is not in any way on my level. Okay, you attract your own kind. Okay, so and for a lot of us, this can be a coming to Jesus moment. Because we have to realize that if we are constantly attracting people 
who are not saved and we say, well, I'm saved and I'm living right. What's wrong? You know, why are these unsaved people so attracted to me? Well, then that's time to begin to check yourself, not naturally, because you may be literally living right and doing things, but it may be something in them that's able to pick up on the residue of something that's still in you. And that may be something that you need to take before the Lord in your prayer closet and seek deliverance from. Because when we talk about this and um, prayerfully as the Lord wills, I'll teach about this in a, in a Bible study. When we talk about um, unsaved men being attracted to saved women, now we're talking about two opposing kingdoms. Okay, so this is an issue. It may seem cute because they're cute, but when you dig deep and when you unpack it, it's an issue. So you attract after your own kind. So then you need to sit back and look at yourself and say, okay, even though I know I'm saved, I haven't handled myself inappropriately. I haven't dressed inappropriately about this person. There's something in me that makes them feel comfortable enough to approach me, to speak to me, to express their attraction for me. So now I need to get into my prayer closet and ask the Lord to really purge me and sanctify me. Because it's not that I don't expect people to be attracted to me, it's that I don't expect worldly men to want me or to be bold enough to approach me, right? So what we're attracting and we feel like you live right, maybe it's an issue of deliverance, right? Maybe it's something in you that has not left or has not gone completely. Maybe it's something that you have not completely given up, okay? And again, that's something between you and the Lord in your prayer closet. But the Lord gave me this list, and he told me he gave me the list because we attract um, after our own kind, and we have to know who we want to be. You no longer want to be whoever you used to be. You don't even want to be that woman, you know, how, however she used to want to be looked at and found to be attractive. You don't want that anymore. You want it on a whole different, you want people to find you attractive for different reasons now. These are conscious choices you have to make, and this is a mind that you have to have. And when you have this mind, you will receive that transformation and you will become who you want to be. You say, you know what? I don't want anybody to look at me in that way anymore. I've made up my mind. So whatever spirit is attached to me wanting that type of attention or thinking that attention is normal or being flattered by that attention, I need deliverance from that spirit, right? You have to really dig in sometimes and really look and search within yourself by the light of the Holy Spirit and his word and find out what is going on in there. Who do I want to be? To be? Why don't I have high expectations for who I will become? Is there something generationally that is attempting to sabotage my efforts at moving forward? Is there something generationally that is causing me to maintain low standards? Is it because, you know, maybe people in my in my household or in my family have never accomplished certain things? I've never seen them move past a certain point. So in my mind, it's okay to stay where I'm at. Well, if you really want to change that, you have to change your mind so that you can receive that transformation and begin to move past your family. You have to begin to say, Lord, change my perception, change my perspective, deliver me from 
the spirits of sabotage. I heard Bishop Gates call it the saboteurs. His words, uh, listen, deliver me from the saboteurs, okay? The, the, the demons that come to stop me and hinder me and thwart my efforts at progressing in life. Deliver me from that because I don't want to connect to someone like that. When I connect to someone, I want us to both be free. I want us to both be liberated. I want us to both have pursued our goals and still be pursuing our goals. I want us both to be accomplished. I want us both to be successful. So, you know, you want a successful person. You can't listen. All you can control is who you become. And based upon that, and we're going to learn about this in Bible study coming up, God will cause you to meet someone who you are compatible with. But God has good things for us. And until we come up in our way of thinking and we change our way of thinking, how can we receive those good things the Lord has for us? So there are seven things on this list. I can't say um, I'll be able to get through them all in one episode, but we'll see how the Lord does. Um, he said, number one, tell my daughters, take care of their hygiene. So let me tell y'all something, and we're going to talk candidly real quick. Sometimes you can meet a man, and I've heard stories of skid marks in the underwear musky underarms and all that stuff. And, um, you know, for some women, that's what they have to deal with. But I'm going to tell you something. A woman who really values hygiene and she lives a life submitted to the Lord, I believe that our Father is righteous enough to put you with someone who values good hygiene. And this good hygiene doesn't just mean that you know, um, you wash or you know how to wipe yourself. It means that you know how to keep your clothes clean. You know how to keep yourself looking neat and you know how to keep yourself smelling good. Now, personally, for me, that wouldn't be with um, perfume. However, I don't know. I, I, I don't think, I just think you're supposed to clean your body, use nice things to clean your body, use nice things to moisturize your skin and make sure that you stay clean. These are not just habits. First of all, they make you feel good about yourself. I think everybody feels good about themselves after a bath as opposed to before a bath. I think we feel a little better about ourselves when we're clean. So um, that gives you confidence. And you say, you know what? I wash my hair. I condition my hair. You know, even if I don't know everything that needs to be done, I wake up in the morning, put on some, put on some gel or whatever. I wake up in the morning, I blow dry it, you know, and I make sure that I am keeping myself together. Okay, I make sure I keep myself together. And you do that while you're single and it becomes a thing of self-love and not because there's a man around who's going to be smelling me. No, there's nobody around that's going to smell you. You do it because you care about yourself. You care about your body. You care about your hair. And you want to make sure that you're presenting your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. Okay, and a part of holiness is being clean. So that's the first thing the Lord told me. Um, Tell my daughters, take care of their hygiene. Okay, you're a, a good looking woman, well put together woman, a woman who smells good and is clean. And um, you want to attract that type of man, right? Remember, you attract, you attract after your own kind. So I don't want to be with nobody who's sweaty and funky. I really don't. I don't want to be with somebody who does not smell good. I really don't. I don't want to be with someone who has plaque buildup on their teeth. You know, I understand sometimes people have issues with their teeth. Maybe one tooth may not be straight, whatever. I didn't say he had to have pearly whites. I didn't say everything had to be straight in the line. But you could, you could know how to brush your teeth. 
You understand? You you should know how to do that. You know, you should know how to, whatever kind of hair you have, take care of that hair. You should know how to wash. You should know how to wipe yourself. You know, nobody should ever see skid marks in your underwear. You know, that's that's really bad hygiene. But these are things that happen because sometimes we don't value certain things, not just within the man, but also within ourselves, right? So um, for women, there are things we can do, like we can use panty liners, because of course, women, we do have um, discharge is very normal. It's very normal when you're ovulating um, or before your time of the month or after your time of the month to have um, different types of discharge basically throughout your cycle. And um, to prevent your underwear from being stained, you use a panty liner, okay? Um, that's a very important um, thing to have in your arsenal as a woman. Have some good panty liners. I use a brand from Target. I get it from Target, and it's called L. And they have some really nice panty liners. And the ones that have extra coverage are A1. Those things are absolutely awesome. They're organic, cotton, chlorine-free, and everything like that. So I have switched over to that um, for a while now. <laughs> uh, that, those are the types of um, panty liners that I use. Um I don't believe a woman should wear stained underwear. I just don't. Um, and for some of us, we, you know, you may say, okay, Tiffany, that's excessive. But to me, I really feel like um, if it's stained, it looks dirty. Like if I take these off, like if, if let's just say, peradventure, let's say I was married, okay, perhaps, and I took these underwear off on my wedding night and my husband saw stained underwear from old period blood that dripped on it or something like that. Would I feel like a clean woman? <laughs> Would I feel like I have good hygiene? Would I feel like I have taken care of myself or uh, I have um, some type of shame or pride where I say, you know what? I can't walk around like this. Well, that's how I feel about stained underwear. I don't care if it's a light stain. I don't care if it's a large stain. I don't care if it's a small stain. I don't want to put on stained underwear on my clean body. So once I stay, if I stain something, if something drip or whatever or leaks, I throw it in the trash. I cannot have stained underwear in my drawer. All of my um, underwear have to be clean. Okay, so that's a hygiene tip for anyone who would take it. And let me tell you something. There have been some times during certain times, um, you know, that time of the month where I may have really messed up most of my underwear for whatever reason. I don't know. And they still all go in the garbage. And I say, well, I'm going to have to go to Target and get myself some new underwear because I'm not going to wear stained underwear. I'm going to take this $10 and I'm going to get another pack. Okay, they may not be the most expensive kind, but that's okay. Let me delegate these just for the use of that time of the month. So I'm not staining nothing, nothing is leaking out. And in between that, with um, you know, my other underwear, um, I'm going to wear this panty liner to prevent discharge and stuff like that from staining my underwear. Because for a clean woman who values hygiene, stained underwear is not a good look for you, okay, sis? And I'm not even being facetious and I'm not being funny. Um, I believe the Lord wants me to talk about hygiene <laughs> right now. That's where we are. That's where we're staying. I guess that's where we're spending the next um, however long this um, broadcast will be. So um, when it comes to vaginal care, okay, so the Lord taught me that your vagina is a very, um, 
sensitive, intimate, unique space. It's a space that's closed off. It doesn't get much air circulating through it and all the other stuff. So your vagina actually needs to be taken care of. So there are things that God has taught me to do and things he has told me to get to take care of my vagina, or as he told me, vaginal health. He said, take care of your vaginal health. It's a sensitive area. You know, when you're married, it's an area that is, um, it has to have a, a whole person inside of it. Technically, kind of, you know, you take on someone else's um, chemical makeup and all that other stuff that comes out. Anyway, you need to have a good um, vaginal hygiene routine before that happens. Take care because sometimes women get into these marriages, don't have a good vaginal hygiene, maybe with someone else who doesn't have good um, hygiene for their area, and then they end up with urinary tract infections or yeast infections and things like that. So you want to make sure that you have good bacteria in your vagina and all the bad bacteria is gone. You want to make sure that you eat a healthy diet. Um, So the Lord led me to get these things called femdophilus, and they're a probiotic made specifically for your vagina. You know, some people say, well, if you have a yeast infection, you put yogurt up there and all that other stuff. Well, what these probiotics do is it kills all the bad bacteria and um, it um, re- it puts good bacteria there in your vagina. And so what this does is it creates a very healthy environment. Okay. And so it also creates healthy discharge. And I'm going to put this out here for anyone who's married and listening. It creates a better um you know, discharge for sexual health too, okay? So it it, it may be a healthier, more substantial, a better amount. But when you have a healthy vagina, you can imagine that you have a better sex life, okay? Or a healthier sex life. So it actually um, um, contributes to the the overall um, vaginal health and and sexual health. You want to keep that pH balanced. So you want to be careful about what you use to wash down there. And so this is why the Lord said so many people say, well, you know, I have a sensitive vagina or sensitive area because, um, everything is not supposed to be put on it. So I use, um, a feminine wash also by that same brand called L they have two. One is daily care. And the next one is period care. And so I use both of them. I use the period care clearly when I have, when it's my time of the month. And, um, I use the daily care on a daily basis. I've learned that it's very strong. It's very potent. All you need, it's a foam. All you need is about two pumps, maybe three, and it will clean you and you will be fine, okay? Um, the Lord also taught me about making oils. So this is especially important. We we wouldn't ever really consider it, but you know your vagina, you know the outer part, of, it has skin. And um, there are some oils that you can put on your body. I'm not telling you to put any oils inside of yourself. Please don't do that. I'm not putting, telling you to put any, um, you know, oils on your clitoris or on your uh, labia or however you say it. I think it's labia, labia, labia. I should know. <laughs> I read it all the time. L-A-B-I-A. How about that? Um, don't put any oil there. Don't put any oil on the inside of your vagina, but on the outside of your vagina. And I make these oils because I don't trust people. This is actually a thing. This is an actual um, area in the market. I don't trust what people are doing. People, I don't know who they believe in. I don't know who's driving them to make these oils, but I'll make my own oils. And this can be something as simple as jojoba oil, which is very soothing, very good for your skin. And just a little bit of lavender essential oil. That's it. 
um, that's it. Just mix those two things. You want to add a little Lang Lang oil. You can put a little bit of that in there. You can put some blue tansy oil in there, which is great for soothing skin. So this is also for women who may shave or get waxed, okay? You want to put something down there. But just in general, it's good to take care of that skin, that it's not dry and crusty and stuff like that. And um, I'm, not, I'm not telling you to douse it in oil to where, you know, you're staining up your underwears with oil and stuff like that. But it's okay to just take a little oil and just rub it on the outer part of your vagina as a part of your vaginal health care routine, making sure that your vagina is actually a healthy one. So um, I told you about the thin dophilus. I told you about the um, special wash that I used down there. Um, I use now, I didn't always, I used to use always pads, but now I use um, organic cotton pads. That's another thing. Uh, you know, our bodies, and this is going to be another point that the Lord will have me to make. It's point three, but just, just to put this in there um, right now, our bodies are where babies grow and our babies are made up of what's inside of us. So we have to make sure that we are detoxed so that our babies are not filled up with chemicals. So I remember reading this paper. I don't know if I've ever said it to y'all before. I may have, but um, they tested a child, uh, a newborn's cord blood, and there were 200 or over 200 chemicals in that infant's cord blood. That means before it came out of its mother, it already had over 200 chemicals circulating through its body. And that's definitely not what we want for this next generation of prophets and apostles. We want to give them a fighting chance. We want them to be as clean as possible. Of course, we have to inhale this polluted air and stuff like that. And that's why it's important to live a life of detox. But, um, you know, it's good to not have pads that have those chemicals in them because you want to create a nice, peaceful area for yourself down there, not a hostile area. So using those organic pads, and the reason why I like the L brand at Target is because it's actually reasonably priced. Okay. You get good quality pads. It's not like the other organic pads. Like when they first came out or when I first heard about them years ago, I, I used them. Them things were thin. Those things were expensive. You didn't get enough. Um, but this L brand they have super extra long, okay? You know, they have the various different types and um, it's reasonably priced. I don't, they cost like $6.99, you know, and they have ones that go up to like a 40 pack or 60 pack and stuff like that. So it's a really good price um, and you're getting really good quality pads. So um, I suggest also um, doing that as far as your hygiene goes. And what else can I suggest to them? Thank you, Jesus. Um, living a life of detox, okay? Living a life of detoxification where every day you are consciously eating things and making choices to keep the inside of your body clean and purging out all of the bad and harmful things that you inhale and that um, your, that touches your skin and that's possibly absorbed into your skin throughout the day. So I love to eat berries, strawberries, blueberries, things like that. I like to make a smoothie bowl. Um, you know, if I'm not fasting, a smoothie bowl is something I eat. I probably told y'all this already about five times a week. And I do it on purpose because those blueberries are good for antioxidants, but also they also are good for um, cell tissue repair. They are better than protein, okay, for cell tissue repair. 
I'm telling you, blueberries, strawberries, raspberries, blackberries will have your skin glowing. So I just simply put some, um, I don't put frozen, I, won't, I don't recommend anybody doing frozen raspberries or blueberries, I mean blackberries, excuse me, unless you have a Vitamix, because nothing is really going to chop up those seeds but a Vitamix. But um, I do recommend putting fresh raspberries and fresh blackberries on top of your smoothie bowl. But just get some strawberries, get some pineapple, some frozen strawberries, frozen pineapple, frozen banana. Throw it in a blender. I use stevia. Um, I use a stevia I get from Whole Foods. It's just a few dollars, but it's organic and it has no additives in it whatsoever. So um, I put that in there. I love pumpkin spice. Don't judge me. I will put some... <laughs> some pumpkin spice or some cinnamon okay in it or I will sprinkle it all over it and you can have a good time um, I like to put sea moss in all of my smoothie bowls and I like to um, put some plant-based collagen some other plant-based collagen that's good for your hair and skin and your nails and um, of course that cell tissue repair I use something by amazing grass and um, it actually works. It's called Glow. And it actually, in my opinion, it works. And it's a staple in my pantry. I keep it. And they have wild berry flavor. They have a Tahitian vanilla. Those are the only two I use. But they have like a chocolate something or other also. But anyway, that's my smoothie bowl. And I eat that on purpose because I want to keep my body clean. I want to keep things flowing. Sometimes I throw some powdered acai into that smoothie bowl. I get that stuff from nuts.com because to me, any place else is too expensive and they don't give you enough. So um, yeah, I'll make a smoothie bowl and I stretch my stuff, okay? <laughs> I stretch the good amount I get, trust me. I know how to stretch it. Or sometimes you can just throw um, some frozen bananas, okay? Throw some frozen bananas in the blender with some vanilla flavor, and if you want some sea moss or some um, cinnamon or whatever, throw that in there. Let me tell y'all something, okay? And put some, some medjool dates in that blender too. Blend that up. It will taste so amazing. It is almost like a, a bowl of like eggnog ice cream or something. It's so good, especially if you have like some type of um, good vanilla, um, maybe protein powder or collagen powder that you can put in there. That is a great smoothie bowl. And you can top it off with some strawberries if you want to. Imagine dipping some strawberries in some eggnog ice cream. It's really good. Um, at the last job I worked that I had got my manager, I said, no, I don't want you to have any type of soda. I'm going to treat you to a smoothie bowl. So there's this place in Raleigh called Juice Keys, and they make the most amazing smoothie bowls and smoothies. And I got her one, and she's like, it tastes like I'm eating ice cream. So um, that's something that is a treat for me. It's food for me, but it's also a part of my hygiene. It's a part of how I detox myself. It's a part of how I take care of my skin and really take care of my body from the inside, okay, out. Glory to God. Um, let's see what else I do for hygiene. So instead of using regular deodorant, okay, the regular deodorant that we know that we just rub up and down on our underarms, um, I stopped using like Dove and Secret and stuff like that a while ago because I'm really concerned with what I put in my body, what my body is, is absorbing, and our bodies are incredibly natural. So our bodies don't really care for or process well things that are unnatural. And so we want to keep our bodies healthy because whatever aluminum and other 
um, harmful metals and things that are in those deodorants, you need those to be detoxed out too if you want to continue to function healthy. You think about a breastfeeding mama and how that deodorant is so close to her breast and her breast is in her baby's mouth. You know, I think about all those things. Um, and notwithstanding, even using natural deodorants like Schmitz um, or Native, um, those things, they're good. But sometimes natural deodorants can be very strong because they use baking soda. Sometimes it's baking soda free and it lasts for a little while. But my body really didn't care for them. After a while, my body was like, I don't want this. I'm not going to receive this. And so I went back by God's grace to Old Faithful, something that I used years ago. And it is just a crystal salt rock. It's just a rock of salt. That's it plain salt. You wouldn't believe it, but I tell you, it is the best deodorant ever. I'm not telling you, listen to me, sis. I'm not telling you to go into your cabinet and pull out that salt that's in your spice cabinet and put it under your arms. I'm not telling you to do that. Go to Amazon, go to Whole Foods, go to the vitamin shop and pick up a, um, a crystal deodorant. It'll be like a crystal salt rock deodorant. Um, the brand that I'm using now is by a company called Thai, T-H-A-I. But um, um, actual, the deodorant brand Crystal, they actually have a salt rock um, that you can do. And what you do is, honestly, you just wet it and just rub it under your arms. If you want to, before you use it, you can maybe clean your underarms with a little bit of alcohol, but that's not something you have to do every day. Um, you clean your underarms with that, with a little bit of alcohol or a little bit of ACV, whatever you want to do. Um, lately, I've been using alcohol and it's been working fine. When I used to use it, I used ACV. No thanks. Nobody wants to smell like apple cider vinegar. So I just use a little bit of alcohol. And what that does is it kills the bacteria that is coming from your underarms causing odor. So it kills that bacteria. So fine. After you've showered, you kill all chances. You sanitize your underarms and then you wet, you moisten that um, salt rock and you just rub it under your arms. It's gentle and it works and it'll work for days. I'm not telling you to try that, but I'm just saying it works and it's natural. And a, a favorite about it is that it's not going to stain my shirts or my dresses. That makes me happy. I don't have to worry about any deodorant stains, you know, seeping through and stuff like that. And for the most part, it helps you with sweating also. Um, so those are some hygiene tips to keep your body. I like to make my own stuff. It's not very difficult as far as when it comes to making um, creams, body creams and oils and stuff. I like to do those things because I like to know what's going on my body because what's going on my body is going to be absorbed into my body. So make some little, you know, whip shea butters for yourself and for your feet and take care of yourself, take care of your hygiene. And I promise you, you'll feel good about yourself saying, you know what? I took the time and I got some shea butter and I got some maybe fractionated coconut oil and I got some rosehip oil and some pomegranate seed oil and I put it together with a little bit of, um, you know, helichrysum essential oil and a little bit of blue tansy oil and I made a whipped shea butter out of that and those, it lasts so long, first of all. And um, it's really good for your skin. Also, make scrubs. All you need is some cane sugar. You can find that at like Aldi's. I don't know. I mean, clearly people listen to this from all over the world, but 
you can find cane sugar. It's like the, the coarse sugar. Or if you want to find some coarse salt, add some essential oils, add a little bit of oil, mix it up and use that as a scrub. Keep your skin nice and soft. Put it under your arms. Scrub your body. Make sure that your body is nice and soft. And if you eat things like avocado that have vitamin E in it, Oh, girl, you're going to be butter soft. You're going to feel good about yourself. You're going to be like, let me hold my own hand, okay? Forget everybody. Let me hold my own hand. I am so soft. So it's important as a daughter of God that you know how to take care of your hygiene, that you know how to get yourself smelling good and feeling good and soft and supple and keeping that skin as youthful as you possibly can through your lifestyle. You know, your body is fueled by what you put in it, okay? When I used to smoke weed, it's like weed would it would come from my pores. Like it would seep out of me. Like I smelt like weed even when I wasn't smoking. You know what I'm saying? It just came out of it. It didn't matter. I took a shower, put on deodorant, put on perfume. I would still smell like weed um, because it was in my system. It was in my body. And so it seeped out. So you want to make sure that your system and your body internally is nice and clean. So you're not seeping out anything that smells bad. You know what I'm saying? Um, discharge is normal. So you don't want that to stop. You want your vagina to continually clean itself. Just make sure that you have good old panty liners to catch that discharge because we're not walking around. We're saints. We're saints. We're not walking around with stained underwear. And let me tell you something. Some of us are not taught that, right? So don't feel bad if that's something that you were, you know, you grew up believing was normal. But now we're going from glory to glory, sis. We're not going to keep walking around with stained underwear. We never want to, you know, have any type of God forbid accident or, you know, God forbid end up on a morgue table and they take off our clothes and see a bunch of stained underwear. Like we're going to leave a better impression in the earth realm when we have our daughters, they're going to know to put on clean underwear and that if that thing is stained, throw it in the trash, you know. Um, I just don't feel clean. Like I could take a shower and all that stuff, be all moisturized and stuff. But I, and so once I do that, I, I, I can't feel clean with stain underwear on. I need some clean underwear that's stain free, you know? So um, I hope that helped as far as some hygiene tips go. And um, of course, you wash your hair, you condition your hair. And I feel like for those of us who don't really know how to take care of our hair, that's okay. You can learn. That's the most important part. Learn how to take care of it. It's a journey. Learn what your hair likes. Just because something works for some people, that doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Just because a certain brand of products or a certain type of products works for some people, that does not mean it's going to work for you. So when I was learning how to take care of my hair, I just looked at it as an adventure. And let's see what my hair likes. Let's see what my hair does not like. And you'll find that your hair may like some things at one stage. And then a year later, six months later, two months later, your hair will be like, don't put that on me no more. You know, and it's not something to be frustrated about. This is your body. So your body is saying, I no longer want that. I no longer need that. You know, give me something different. Okay. Um, so I think I'm done. I think I'm done. I think I'm done. And listen, there are seven tips, but I'm just going to, um, seven things on the list, excuse me, but I'm just going to go by the Holy Spirit with this. And so today we, we only got to one. Okay, we only got through tell my daughters to take care of their hygiene, smell good, take care of the beautiful skin God gave you, 
clean yourself. Make sure that um, you are taking care of your vagina. Not only do you receive your husband in that place, but also your children in most cases come out of that place. So you want it to be a healthy environment. You want it to be um, good, healthy bacteria. You want to make sure that you are maintaining sexual health, um, that you are eating things. Also, collagen is also good to maintain what I talked about, that healthy discharge that will um, contribute to a better and a healthier sex life. So those are things you use. Those are um, those are some tips to keep your hygiene going and um, to make sure that your vaginal health is good, make sure your body stays detoxed. Okay. And um, I think I covered some good ground. Oh, you know what? One more thing. Um, should I do vitamins now as, as a part of hygiene? We can save that for our third point, okay? All right, y'all. I love you. And okay. But also make sure that you're taking care of your feet. <laughs> Listen to the Lord. <laughs> Make sure that you take care of your feet. Your feet are beautiful. They are symbolic of you bringing the gospel and you want to take care of them. Okay. And let me tell y'all something. Sometimes I don't always have the time to do a full on pedicure. I really don't. So I make sure I have like a little scrubby in my shower and I will scrub the bottom of my feet. I will clip my toenails and I will um, take like a little cuticle pusher or sometimes low key take my nail and just push down that cuticle, scrape around it real quick. And you could come out the shower feeling real good about yourself. Clip them toenails before you get into the shower. This is just a quick pedicure. Go in there. If you have a scrub in there, something that I like to do is I like to put that scrub, like that salt or sugar scrub on top of like a foot buffer, right? For the bottom of your foot that's supposed to scrape it. And then I put some soap on that too, some, some shower gel. And then I scrub my foot with that and you're good to go, sis. You just did like a mini pedicure. Now your feet are smooth, your toenails are clipped and it didn't take, you know, an hour of your time to sit down and fill up the little foot soap basin and all that other stuff. You did it real quick. So that's another hygiene tip. Take care of your feet, moisturize those feet. And um, you say, well, I don't know how to make whip shea butter and all that stuff. All you got to do is go on YouTube, y'all. That's all you got to do. Just go on YouTube. Somebody will show you. It may not come out the right the first time. You have to have patience with yourself. Say, okay, you know, I need to do this a little better next time. I'll tell you a, um, a tip when you're making whipped shea butter. Make sure that you are adding. You know how solid shea butter can be. So make sure that you're adding enough oil to where when you whip it, it won't solidify again, okay? And so when you see the whole process, you'll understand what I'm saying. It won't solidify again. It will stay whipped and it'll stay soft because the oil is preventing the shea butter from getting butt so hard, okay? And so that's that. I love you. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. I pray that this helps you. I pray you know, that you look around and say, what can I do to enhance my hygiene just to, so I can feel good about myself so I know I'm smelling good and I'm all soft and all that stuff, okay? Just, just do it. Enjoy your life and remember that you have to know who you want to be because you attract your own kind. And ain't nothing like a clean man smelling good, skin nice and all that stuff. You want to attract that. So make sure that you are that. Okay. God bless you. Until next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Destined Women Ministries podcast. I pray this fellowship was edifying, enlightening, and encouraging. If our fellowship blessed you today, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app. While you're at it, 
Share this episode with friends, family, co-workers, social media followers, or anyone you believe would benefit from this teaching. And I'll be right back here every Monday and Thursday at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Destined Women Ministries podcast. For more information about this ministry, please visit www.destinedwomenministries.com. Dot com.